Welcome to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is The Purpose of a Map, written by Alex Schroeder and originally posted on his blog, alexschroeder.ch slash wiki slash rpg. The Purpose of a Map A map is a symbolic depiction emphasizing relationships between elements of some space, says Wikipedia. But Sophie LaGrace goes further than that. In Mapping the Veins of a World, she talks about the importance of water shaping the map, the importance of rivers, and a multitude of smaller streams flowing towards the river like blood vessels or veins in a leaf. I agree with the beauty and the importance of water. I spent way too much time writing the river and mountain code for my alpine map generator and the documentation view where I get an image of the various stages so that I can check how the water flows. At the end of her blog post, Sophie says, To be truly useful, a map should have an impact on the adventure. Otherwise, it's just page decoration, and all too often, a mediocre one. And that got me to thinking. My maps are a way to structure access to locales, to explain realms of influence, borders. In my current game, I encouraged people to transport goods along the major river, and to build roads. And fords are hard to find, so perhaps in the future there will be a bridge to be built. This is the slow backdrop developing because people need to spend gold for experience points in my game, so infrastructure built up by players is a thing. But I haven't progressed much further than that. A lack of timber wouldn't affect the game, more swamps wouldn't affect the game, control of a mountain pass wouldn't affect the game, as I feel it should, but I don't want to get bogged down in details. Perhaps finding that balance between geography as backdrop and geography as an anchor for the adventure is what I'm struggling to find. Perhaps I need to have a table for random monthly events based on the surrounding territories. Summer in forest adds the possibility of a forest fire. Winter in lakes adds the possibility of creatures crossing the ice. Spring and rivers adds the possibility of flooding. Mountains in winter add the possibility of an avalanche cutting you off for months. Uh, summer and swamps adds the possibility for disease striking the local settlement. And perhaps some rules that are always in effect. There's always a timber trade from forested areas along rivers to settlements without forests. Uh, mountains in winter are impassable. I'd like to return to the question of usefulness of a map. What impact does it have on adventures? Perhaps a look at the actual maps people use for their gaming table would help. Why am I not seeing a lot of people simply using Google Maps? I think it's because it doesn't highlight the things that gamers need. Adventure locales are not highlighted. Modern settlements are not what many of us are looking for. I need a simple terrain to describe an area. Forests, rivers, mountains, not the fractal mix of reality. And small but important features are missing, like menhirs, stone circles, wells, statues. These all exist at different zoom levels, but at the table, I just want a single map. So why not the opposite extreme? What are the benefits of a point crawl, a graph of interesting locations, like in an old text adventure? The edges of the graph can be labeled with the time it takes to travel from one node to the other. No time is wasted counting hexes or squares or using a ruler. Who cares about miles per hour, miles per day, whether horses are really faster than humans and all that? And given the question of how to travel from A to B, it still provides all the interesting locations between A and B in the right order and provides alternate routes. The things that the graph doesn't provide, though, are opportunities to get lost, 
a way to make shortcuts because nobody really knows what lies between the nodes. It's undefined. Uh, and there's no way to zoom out and identify important strategic and economic positions based on geography. In a point crawl, you must decide upon these locations and create a node for them. The last point is perhaps the most interesting to me because it allows me to discover more details in an existing map. The map is itself more than a set of its elements. If there's a valley here and a valley there, then perhaps these are also spheres of political influence. If there's a forest here and a settlement there, then perhaps there's a constant flow of timber between the two. When looking at a setting map, or a regional wilderness map these days, I ask myself how much difference this map would make at my table. Are the distances important in my game? Is the terrain important in my game? Are rivers and mountain ranges important obstacles? Are the locations, the mines, the pastures, the forests, are they important assets? Is the distribution of settlements important in terms of politics? Is there an opportunity to get lost, take risky shortcuts, claim unsettled terrain? The answers to these questions determine the amount of information I would like to see on a map. And as a final note, if you're looking for maps, there are two great Google Plus communities that I know, Map Making in Games and the Library of Gaming Maps. There's also several subreddits, our map making, our paper towns, our old maps, and the website Cartographers Guild. That was The Purpose of a Map, written by Alex Schroeder and read by Nick L.S. Whalen. Blogs on Tape is a project that seeks to make audio recordings of the best blog posts in the OSR, hopefully making them more accessible to everyone. Thank you very much for listening.